0: Hello and good morning from Coach Mark in Manila here. Um, It's uh, a lovely sunny day here in the Philippines and of course I am from ESLBusinessEnglishExperts.com and Initial-Impact.com Wherever you're listening to me, I hope you're having a good morning, afternoon or evening. Uh, Clearly I cover all time zones because of my work so I hope you're having a little bit more sleep than I am these days. It's a busy, busy time for us all though. So let me speak to you today about something that is Essential. Okay? It's really important that if you are looking to perhaps immigrate um, or maybe just change your job. Many of my clients now are native speakers, not just non-native speakers of English, but you're trying to improve your chances, uh, particularly when you're changing your career. And when we come to speaking about job interviews, oh my goodness, it is the most important thing for you to understand some of these key facts I'm going to share with you today. Because many times we're hearing you making these mistakes in your job interviews. And thankfully, if you come to me for a free chat, uh, you can get 30 minutes uh, free Zoom session with me, then we can help you catch these mistakes before you start to do this in a live interview. But let me go over this for you now. Have a listen. See if this describes you. Perhaps you're doing this. These might give you some ideas as to why perhaps you're not getting invited back for a second interview or even getting that job offer. So the top things that I find I see when I coach with my clients who come in for the sessions to check what they're saying is the first one showing too much personal info. So this usually happens when you're asked that lovely question, tell me about yourself. We all know that we get that one. Um, You end up talking about everything but your personal elevator pitch. Now, if you're not sure what your personal elevator pitch is, quite simply, it's tell me about yourself in literally a one-minute spiel. Okay? Now, spiel is a lovely word. It's Think of it like a script. So you've got something very concise and succinct to say who you are, what you do, and what your key achievements have been, all in one minute. And we call it an elevator pitch because as you'll know an elevator can also mean a lift depending on british english or american english and technically speaking it's what you would say to someone in an elevator who never met you before probably won't meet you again and you've got literally one minute before you get from where you're going to your next floor to tell them about you okay so don't talk about your family kids hobbies and all that other stuff by all means mention a little It gives you balance. It shows that you're a human being, not just a a robot who works 24-7, like myself, maybe. Um, I think I need to take more holidays. Um, So, yeah, don't talk about everything but your personal elevator pitch, okay? Two, don't overshare your weaknesses. Oh, my goodness. um, I don't know how many times I have to correct this. And if this is you, then come and have a chat with me because I can show exactly how to stop doing that. Because whilst it's great, we we value honesty. You do need to be honest in your job interviews. I'm not by all means suggesting otherwise. But what I am saying is please don't give them anything that could work against you, all right? A job interview is not your your counseling session, all right? This is not the time to talk about your insecurities, your concerns, your weaknesses, all right? Talking to you honestly about those is going to put people right off. Um, if think about it like this, I always say, think like the interviewer, not like you. Swap places. Why would you hire you? Why would you pay you? Okay Now you're not going to pay or hire somebody who sat there saying, "Well, you know, yes, I do have expertise in this area, but I'm not so good in these parts of it, unless they really get you to focus on that and they start to ask you. you any weaknesses regarding say i don't know using sage for example you know then don't just generally throw in about your weaknesses if they haven't asked right we just want you to have them focusing on your positive aspects okay it's best to choose a skill uh, you're not completely terrible at and talk about that okay um and how and why you're planning to improve it so you can say look i've got a skill um i am competent in this and in addition i'm planning on improving it further that sounds far better than able sharing your weaknesses number 3 don't be too vague or general with that answer all right we need you to get specific again this is a big one i can coach you and show you exactly how to do that in a live session get your live session with me at initial-impact.com or esl business english experts both of those will take you to the booking site for a free 30-minute session with me all time zones. Um, so if the interview says, tell me about a time when you did blah, 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 or tell me about a time you had a problem with a colleague, you need to use the STAR method, which is, given the situation, the task, or what the problem was, your action, and the result, okay, the response, the result of what happened. STAR is the acronym. And, you know, you need to give specific examples. So don't just tell me, for example, many of my clients, when they first come to interview coaching, your general response before we get started is something like, yeah, you know, I had a problem with my colleague um, and if that happens, what I generally do is I speak to them and then I speak to my manager if that doesn't work and then we have a team meeting and hopefully we resolve it. That's way too general and vague. No good whatsoever. And in fact, it's almost like a hypothetical because you're saying, yeah, if this happens, this is what I would do. Wrong, wrong, wrong. I would like you to reconsider and practice saying, yes, there was a time last month, last year, in my other job, whenever it was, I had this situation with a colleague. They were highly confrontational. Nothing I seemed to do delighted them. Uh, They were always having a pop about my, my work. So I decided to ask to speak to them to one side, um, away from the main office, and just said, you know, that I'd noticed that it seemed that they were having difficulties with my work. Um, Was there something that I was missing? Perhaps there was a reason for this, and I would like to understand better. And I listened to my colleague and took the time to consider their point of view and in the conversation it turned out that actually my colleague was having a very hard time at home and the stress and the pressure of that had made them far more irritable than usual and in fact they did apologize and say they realized they they'd been far more critical than they should have been and we resolved the situation and i said whilst i understood the situation that yes it sounded that the personal situation at home was coming in um, to the professional setting and perhaps they would like to seek some support elsewhere to help them manage that so that we could work together effectively at work and we agreed that 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 is what would happen and we moved on from that situation and then got on exceptionally well after that in fact our relationship became better because they confided that situation to me. So you can see how with that example we were very detailed we said what the situation was what the task was, so literally the challenge. What was the challenge? Well, this colleague, right? Okay, how do you deal with it? Well, okay, your action. What action did you take? I decided to speak to them, and you're showing in the answer that you didn't just like confront them in front of people, you booked a time away from the rest of the office, so you know there was no public kind of exposure or humiliation here for either party. And you listened, you're showing you had maturity to listen to what was going on and to ask questions, not to attack them and say, I don't know why you're always criticizing me. You were saying, hey, I've noticed this. Can you tell me what was going on here? Is there something I've missed? Is there something I need to do differently? And then it provoked a response from your colleague, which actually showed you that there was a problem at their side. And they admitted that they understood that they had been too harsh. And then we said about the result, what was the outcome of it? Well, we agreed that they would get some extra counselling support so that the personal stuff wasn't affecting the professional. And in fact, it made the working relationship even better. So you can see that's a lovely example. And it's specific, telling you what absolutely happened. If the question was about, can you tell me about a time where you had to, I don't know, increase your company's performance? Okay, Then again, what you would do is you would pick a very good example of when perhaps the company was falling behind maybe you're working a call center for example um, and you needed to increase your call response times uh, we needed to be faster on taking the calls off the board and so from that point of view you could say about you know the team meeting that you had with the team we had to discuss what was causing the slowing down okay um, the team you invited their input Okay. We found out and identified that the problem was that the software that the team were using to then respond to the customer complaints was very slow, so we needed to bring in the IT department okay, to increase the speed, the server speed, and then that meant that there wasn't as much time spent in the calls. Because this this system was faster, that meant that they could finish the calls and then take more calls faster because the software was moving at a faster pace to process the customer's responses and needs. So you can see how, again, we are using that STAR approach. And in that one, I would say we increased then the response time by at least another, you know, we increased it by 75%, for example. To try and put facts and figures on there. If they're talking about sales and marketing, you want to give figures, percentages. We increased our customer base by twenty five percent in the first month, and then fifty percent month on month thereafter. Okay, be specific, not general. Uh, poor preparation. <laughs> no, you'll be surprised. Not knowing the name of the company. Yeah, that happens. Um, becoming, you know, really. I mean, that that's kind of serious. I think you know if you don't know the name of the company, it's like really. Uh, but it can happen. Uh, being poorly dressed, right? Just think about how you're looking. Even if it's a, a, an interview online on a webcam, please make sure that you, you consider how you're looking, all right? Poor audio quality can be a problem. Um, we all know the challenges of this, myself included. Being in the Philippines, oh my goodness, sometimes the Wi-Fi connection isn't as good as others. That can have an impact. But in general, try to do whatever you can to uh, minimise that or to sort out some noises in the background. Sometimes it's not possible, but do try. Do try, okay? Um, and really, you know, take it seriously. All right? Even if it is an online interview, it's just as important as if you were there in person. All right? Don't spend too long on your answers. That's the fifth point here. Um, the interviewer needs to ask all their questions. If you've got only 45 minutes or an hour to make a good impression, then make sure your answers are to the point. Because what you don't want to do, as many of my students do, and if English is your second language, this is hard. Because if you're... You're not advanced enough in your English, respectfully speaking here, you're going to use a lot more words to express yourself because that's what happens with basic English. With advanced English we use idioms, we also contract things down and the sentences are tighter meaning you can say more in a shorter space of time. So you know this is also possible reason why you're failing on those interviews because you might not be getting to the point you also might be running out of time so the interviewer hasn't asked you as many questions they don't feel they know you as well as say the next candidate who they can ask more questions to and feel that they've got a better understanding so if you're not on point if you are rambling a lot on that get in touch with me we're going to help you get very short and to the point in those interview questions okay number six not being candid all right not being honest all right not being truthful so if you really don't have that answer to the question just say so all right do not pretend that you know um for example if you can think um about a question that you might have had recently you could say something like well i i'm not i'm not 100% certain about this but i guess that what i would do in that situation is blah 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 okay if they ask you about procedures or certain names of tech and you've not heard of it say well I'm not sure I recognize that term, but perhaps perhaps in my company we refer to it differently. Could you tell me more about that? So don't just say, I don't know, to be honest, right? And then leave it like that. If you're not sure, you say, look, I haven't heard of that expression before, but perhaps in my company we, we speak about it differently. Or if you're in a different country, in my country we refer to it by a different term. Could you tell me more about that? Um, And then maybe it will become apparent to me that... You know I, I can understand what this is so try to direct them away from the fact you just don't know right now okay it also shows that you have a willingness to understand more by asking "Could you tell me more and let, let's see if i do know what this is okay furthermore um i'd also suggest you do this um if you have somebody saying i had a a lovely japanese client at the moment who is having some great interview practices and experiences If they ask you things such as your English skill and have you had the opportunity to use your English in a business setting, some of my clients um, are trying to get into the multinational market for the first time. If you're in a country like Japan, for example, or China, you're not using English every day at all unless you're working for that multinational so you may have been doing lots of coaching fantastic with your english but you haven't had a chance to really use it yet in a business setting because you're trying to get your first opportunity so here's what you say you say honestly and candidly well no at the moment i have never been able to use my english in a business setting and that's why i'm so keen to come work your company because i absolutely love learning english i feel i have an excellent level And I really want to now use it in a multinational setting. Um, I can't wait to do business presentations and meetings and report writing using my English language. And of course, I have my my native language as well, which in this case Japanese, for example, um, which means that I am able to act as a bridge. And connecting both my colleagues in Japan still with of course my international colleagues over in the USA UK wherever it is okay so this is a lovely answer to direct them away from the fact that no you haven't had that experience we don't want to focus them and just leave them on with no I haven't end of no take them to where you want to go why you want to do it and tell them what you're doing Say you know you're taking coaching right now you uh, take part in group online negotiations and discussions and debates part of the toastmasters whatever it is you do make sure you finish on a nice positive note okay number seven failing to ask questions at the end of the interview huge red flag all right okay you should have some questions about the company the role you're applying for and how you can add value to it do not ask in this particular part of the interview about benefits (laughs) holiday how many days holiday you get Um, Is the paid sick leave? These are not the sorts of things that you should be asking questions about, all right? You want to be asking questions that show the interview. You really want to work for that company. A great example here would be to say, um, yeah, I have some questions. Um, Within the first four weeks of me starting with you, what would you like me to achieve? Now, listen to what I've just said there, okay? I have used what I would call a presumptive close, right? I've already said, when I start for you, Within the four weeks, I'm already assuming that you've offered me the job. And psychologically like at an NLP level, you're sending a subconscious signal to the interviewer that you're on the team already. Okay, it's just a matter of them sending you the hiring letter. Right. So it's also a lovely, lovely question because it enables you to show the interview. You're thinking about right, how can I make how can I add value? How can I make an impact within the first four weeks? And you want to really understand so that when you get on board, um, you can start to hit the ground running. And that's a great idiom, hitting the ground running and basically means getting stuck into the job straight away. Rolling your sleeves up. These are all good expressions. If you listen to my expressions in these podcasts, you'll hear me use them frequently try to use them yourself i want to roll my sleeves up and get stuff in and hit the ground running when i join your company so what would you like me to do in the first four weeks to make a difference it's going to give you a very good idea of course about the expectations of you too you can decide if this company is going to be right for you it's a two-way street nice expression right okay not practicing the common interview questions come in at number eight so you really want to prepare for these types of questions. These common ones are, tell me about a time you had to work as part of a team. Um, tell me about a time you've had to deal with a challenging colleague or deal with a difficult problem. Tell me a time when you achieved something great. What's your proudest and greatest achievement? What's your weaknesses? Okay. Um, your personal elevator pitch, as you said at the beginning, tell me about you, Introduce, introduce us. Why do you want this job? That's another one. Think about it. Why on earth do you want this job? Don't tell them it's because they're offering a great salary and you want to learn more about um, this because you've never worked in this sector before. Wrong answers. Think like the interviewer. Please, please, please. So they want to hear how you're going to make them money, save them money, make them, I don't know, more famous, you know, their brand more popular or get them more clients. There's really only four things they care about, right? All of your answers should be responding to any one of those four points, and ideally all four. Um, If your answers don't, think about your answers again. If you're not sure about your answers, come and speak to me. 30 minutes, free Zoom session, we can point out very quickly where you're going wrong and where you're going right, okay? So get those answers prepared in advance and make sure that when you open your mouth to say them, you're convincing for goodness sakes, all right, okay? You've gotta sound like you're confident in what you can do for them. Um, another thing is intonation. I'm just going to throw this in as well. I really want you to realize that intonation is essential. okay? Because if you're not sounding great, so intonation is the tone of your voice. How much emphasis are you placing on it? You sound like this and yes, well, I can make a difference in your team and I'm, I'm really looking forward to joining you. Doesn't sound good, does it? But yeah, I can really make a difference for your team. You know, I had this experience in my last job and I transformed the company department by 25%. We now have better productivity and I'm excited to go and bring that experience and skills to our team here. Now listen to what I said there, our team here. Again, you're signaling subconsciously that you are already on the team. Don't say your team, okay, the team, our team. I can't wait to be part of our department, okay? To work with our colleagues within the company it's a good thing to do to signal hey i'm already on the team or i already want to be on the team okay um smile and relax as well right um try to build rapport because people like to work with people who they feel comfortable with right and the chances are the interview may also be a little bit nervous too so you're just going to relax them all right so i hope this has been really helpful for you Um, If you would like any more assistance, then absolutely, please, please, please get in touch with me. You can also have me look at your resume. I'll give you a free resume check and cover letter check, tell you where you might be falling down there. And really just give you everything you need to get this job that you want. So you've got no excuses now whatsoever. I've just put in your hands loads of information. Um, You've got to lose now. What's stopping you? okay so i hope this has been helpful if you've got any questions you know how to reach me the links are down below and please please keep going you're only limited by what you believe you can do stay safe see you soon hello everybody and sorry to interrupt but i just wanted to mention a few things that can help you all right so i want to help as many of you as possible you can get a free 30 minute check of your english level your oet ielts or any other things that you're trying to achieve here with me If you're trying to pass your interviews maybe you're attempting to get a job overseas you would like to know how you're sounding and what a native speaker really would say about your responses in an interview or an IELTS or OET test, for example, um, check out that at ESLBusinessEnglishExperts.com. If you're looking more for career and immigration coaching, would like to discuss your plans, and you can